Chapter 2 Before she caught her train back to St. Marymead, Miss Marple, in a business-like way, asked for details. It's just the facts I need, Ruth, dear, and some idea of who I will meet at Stony Gates. Well, you know about Carrie Louise's marriage to Gulbranson. There were no children, and Carrie Louise was very upset by that. Gulbranson was a widower and had three grown-up sons. Eventually, he and Carrie Louise adopted a child. Pippa, they called her, a lovely little girl, just two years old. And the next thing that happened was that Carrie Louise had a baby after all. I understand from doctors that that quite often happens. Miss Marple nodded. I believe so. Anyway, it did happen, but then their daughter Mildred, when she arrived, was a very unattractive child. She looked like the Gulbransons, who are good people, but very plain. Carrie Louise was so anxious to make no difference between the adopted child and her own that I think she gave even more attention to Pipper, which made Mildred unhappy. Pipper grew up a very beautiful girl, and Mildred grew up a plain one. Gulbranson left an equal amount of money to both daughters, and at twenty, Pipper married an Italian aristocrat. Mildred married Cannon Street, a nice man, but he often had colds in the head. He was about fifteen years older than she was. It was quite a happy marriage, I believe. He died a year ago, and Mildred has come back to Stony Gates to live with her mother. But I've missed a marriage or two. I'll go back to them. Uh, Pipper married her Italian, Guido. A year later, Pipper had a daughter called Gina, and died in childbirth. It was a terrible tragedy, and Guido was in a very bad way. Carrie Louise went to Italy so very often to see him and his daughter, and it was in Rome that she met Johnny Rastaric and married him. Guido married again, and he was happy for his daughter to be brought up in England by her very wealthy grandmother. So they all lived at Stony Gates, Johnny Rastaric and Carrie Louise, and Johnny's two boys, Alex and Stephen, and the baby, Gina. Then came this business with the Yugoslavian woman. But the boys are devoted to Carrie Louise. And then in 1938, Carrie Louise married Louis Serracold. Miss Van Rydock paused for breath. You've not met Louis? Miss Marple shook her head. No, I think I last saw Carrie Louise in 1928. She very kindly took me to the opera. Well, Lewis was a very appropriate person. He was the head of a very respectable company of accountants. I think he met her first concerning some questions about the finances of the Gulbranson charitable organizations. He was wealthy enough, her own age, and very respectable, but he was a crank. He was absolutely determined to save young criminals. Ruth Van Rydock sighed. As I said just now, Jane, there are fashions in philanthropy. 
and the Gulbranson Trust and Education Fund was in some difficulties, because the government was taking over its functions. Then Lewis came along with his passionate enthusiasm about training for juvenile delinquents. It all began with his work, examining accounts where clever young men had committed frauds. He was sure that juvenile delinquents had good brains and abilities, and only needed to be shown the right direction. That is a good idea, said Miss Marple, but it is not entirely true. I remember... She broke off and looked at her watch. Oh, dear, I mustn't miss the 6.30 train home. Ruth Van Rydock said urgently, And you will go to Stony Gates? Promise, Jane. Jane Marple promised.